0: Hey, Greg. Hi, Jamie. I was thinking about beer the other day in a big way.
1: Oh, oh, okay. I was
0: thinking it would be so cool if we had a sponsor.
1: Yeah, me too. I was thinking of that same thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I was thinking it would be even cooler if that sponsor was a local beer from Toronto in the Mm -hmm. East End. Yeah. And hear me out. It would be cooler still if they crafted delicious beers that we both loved. Ah. And I I think it would be even cooler if it was Long Slice.
1: Yeah. Because...
0: Hey, I love Loose Lips Lager. I love a little half See, it ticks all the boxes. Longslice.com. Check it out.
1: Hi there, this is Greg Lagro And this is Jamie Dew Of Fully and Completely. I'm You're l- listening to... <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fully and Completely, a podcast where every two weeks we are digging into another album by the Tragically Hip. We are going through every album in order of release. We're going to talk about what was going on around the time of the release of the album, what was popular in music, what was going on in some sports, a bit of the country, who knows what, all kinds of things going on in 2003. My name's Greg Legro. I'm looking at Jamie Dew. How are you, buddy?
0: I am exceptional this evening. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm okay. really good. This is I'm I'm excited yeah. for this one.
1: Yeah, this is a good one.
0: Okay, so you 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 fooled me. You yeah. fooled me and yeah. fooled me once. Well, okay, shame on you. I'm sorry. So don't fool me again. No, more, no, more. Shame
1: on you're me. You're not for shame. Oh my God! Yeah,
0: uh, I loved Coke Machine Glow, as you know. Yeah, and I was unfamiliar with it. Yeah, right. Yeah, this one I was even more unfamiliar with. Wow. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready it's a sneaky rather, album it's yeah. not what you think's gonna happen not at all
1: no um yeah, battle of the nudes that's the one today uh Gord's second solo record um a lot of the same people are involved in this one um in the band anyway uh and it's uh it's on zoe records yeah it's that's a, interesting that's my daughter's that's name even with the umlauts which is great so i'm in um, June, June 3rd,
0: 2003.
1: Another summer one. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: listen, it's good to to drop records, man.
1: I guess so. Wow. Yeah, laid it right there in the middle of the year. It's a yeah. good time. No um, book with this one. No, no, no book this time. Um, but that's okay because it's a different kind of project. That's a good point. Yeah. You know? Um, let's talk about, let's talk about 2003. Can, oh. I tell, can I tell you, can I tell you a sports story? Sure. Sure. Let me tell you a little bit about the, uh, Grey Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, winning teams again in the Grey Cup. Wow, I know good work, they, CFL. You're doing great, they're really there's such an effort going on. That's right, in this time period at the CFL, they're really swinging for it. Um, got two great teams Edmonton, Edmonton Eskimos, Montreal and Alouettes. Both are 13 and 5 on the season. Hey, can't sneeze at that. No, not 13 at all. 13 and 5, that's pretty good. Uh, Eskimos win 34 22. Not too bad, Montreal. Um, Closer game than you'd think because it jumps up. Eskimos just dominate in the fourth quarter. That's what happens here: ten points and uh, Montreal nothing. But uh, Montreal had a huge second quarter. Looked like they might, you know, become storming back into this game, but it wasn't to be. uh, Edmonton wins. Um, So what's interesting is uh, for for, here's again where you're seeing like they're really swinging for it, trying to bring something in to get people interested in the Canadian Football League uh, halftime show Brian Adams okay I know it's 2003 and like, yeah but he's got the hits the nostalgia absolutely yeah. Yeah. but it's not just Brian Adams it's Brian Adams and Sam Roberts oh that's kind of cool isn't it yeah because this is like Sam Roberts this is his first album the Brother Down is just yep. blown up right he had been on the road with the hip a lot oh yeah yeah um, so that's a big, that's a big, a little bit of the new, a little bit of the old. Yeah, I think that's really, kind of cool. That's, both... a, that's a pricey ticket, you know, bringing yeah. both those fellas in there to sing some songs at halftime. So yeah, they're going for it. Most valuable Canadian, uh, Ben Cahoon from Montreal and the most valuable player, Jason Tucker from Edmonton. Yeah, pretty good. This is a good time for the CFL. I mean, could have blown up with some maybe bigger ratings. I don't know. Or uh, I, I, I think it, you've got a good, you've got a good game. You've got, a true East-West
0: representation, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and a great halftime act. That's the recipe for a a coupe de
1: gray. Yeah, pretty good. So not bad. Yeah, I I appreciate the effort. Uh, Stanley Cup uh, finals in 2003. Uh, New Jersey Devils over the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim in seven games. Good Lord, I don't know about that at all. No, New, New Mighty Jersey Ducks of Anaheim, Anaheim. couldn't yeah. be dumber with this name. No, it's uh, <laughs> really? first off, like that—the uh, movie. This is what we're gonna name that's the. That's right, the
0: Mighty Ducks. They had the logo even with the, with the. I was gonna say, yeah. paw print, but it's like no, a it's foot, the, right? Yeah, uh, it's
1: like a, is it a foot? I thought, isn't it the, the wacky duck face? Oh, that's right, the duck mask. That's right. It's an Emilio Estevez movie. That's this is right. what you named your hockey franchise. <laughs> and after. they they formed. A, the they formed a V- the you know, yeah. The right. Five
0: of them would skate yeah. out like, a, like Canadian like a geese, duck. not yeah, yeah. ducks. Yeah, yeah. And geese fly that I way. I know.
1: It's all incredibly stupid. The mighty ducks of Anaheim.
0: That's Charlie Sheen's son you're talking about. That's Martin Sheen's son. Martin Sheen's yeah, son. Yeah.
1: Charlie's brother. <laughs> That's correct. Charlie's much more respectable brother. <laughs> it's crazy uh, when you think about how enormously popular Emilio Estevez was. He was the bigger of the two, for oh, sure. By far. Yeah, and oh yeah. He, he, was, he, he came out first, and he was a much bigger marquee name for like a long time. There's like a bunch of, like, like Emilio is fucking huge. Remember Free Jack? Free Jack. It's a terrible movie. No, um, no so okay. I, I can never, yeah, yeah. no movie is a fucking Free like, Jack, and Mick Jacker's in it. <laughs> <Get> oh <out. laughs> yeah, Yeah, uh, and Rene Russo, and Anthony Hopkins. Big fan of Rene yeah, Russo. Yeah. Emilio Estevez, and this is post *Silence of the Lambs*. Anthony Hopkins. Emilio Estevez has higher billing over Anthony Hopkins. Holy shit! And Free Jack. And Hopkins won an award. Jeez, yes. But oh my God! You know, like if you, you cannot don't sleep on Emilio. He was the biggest at the time. Anyway, uh, so the mighty Ducks mighty, mighty Ducks of Anaheim were right to lose <laughs> with a stupid name. What do you? And if you're from Anaheim, aren't you kind of like?
0: Gah, what? Do you tell people your? Does your driver's license say like I'm Greg Legro of
1: Anaheim? Yeah, yeah. Why does it be of Anaheim? That's all of this so is very stupid, silly. Yeah, I and I, I relate. I'm a huge basketball fan. I love the Raptors. I hate her name. Oh, it's a it's, dumb name. It's because Jurassic Park came out that year, and yes. they let the fans vote. Yes. Why not? There was an ABA team called the Toronto Towers. Yeah. What is Toronto known for? A gigantic tower? Yes. Yeah. Have I talked about this before? Have we I done did. this? We, we did. It's, uh, it makes me crazy. It makes This This is how people know it's authentic. Yeah, yeah. But I will authentic take Raptors anger. over Mighty Ducks and 100% over Wizards. Wizards is just, yeah. especially they had such a cool logo with the bullets. And I yeah, get I it. You're trying I'm, to distance yourself. But, for like, sure. I mean, it's come a, on. Yeah. There's a lot of crime there. But yeah, Wizards. <laughs> Nothing basketball. Anyway, how do you feel good about that? I don't imagine you do. Um, but yeah, so, but it's fine because they lost the Mighty Ducks <laughs> to yeah. the Devils. Can we, we just give a hearty fuck yeah. you to the Mighty yeah, Ducks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat Burns coaching the Devils. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Mike Babcock for Anaheim. Um, what have we got here? Where's my MVP? John Sebastian Gaguerre for the oh, Mighty right. Ducks. Yeah, the, giant, yeah. the goalie. MVP. The
0: mm-hmm. giant goalie with yeah. the. Yeah
1: cape practically
0: his yeah. jersey was so big
1: yeah Paul Carrillo was on the day team. all right yeah. love that kid yeah what can I all right well um 2003 who was our prime minister do you know 2006? we're still Christian in still. 2003. Yeah, good yeah. lord yeah, yeah yeah I'll have to double check that but I would say right off the top of my head still Christian let's take a look I, uh, did not mean to uh, no 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 that's fine
0: because it's been like since we started the show almost Well, no, we did We did start with Lomo Rooney yeah 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 I think we missed Kim Campbell <laughs> by a yeah. by a hair because yeah, she was only yeah. in there a short time, Let's and see. then um, Jean Chrétien mm-hmm. long run there. That's what do we got. There we go.
1: Incumbents. That's what I'm looking for. Yep, Chrétien. Wow. Mm-hmm. Until oh sorry, well yeah, well it's, never mind. Yeah, Chrétien. All right. There's a little footnote here that was unnecessary. He was State getting... business. For those of you who don't
0: know Jean Chrétien. Mm-hmm. At this point he was getting so cocky. I remember my friend and I worked at Starbucks together and we thought it would be great to put out a coffee table book. Yeah. Just some great John Cretien photos because <laughs> he was starting to do these like I don't give a fuck photo ops where he'd just have like a he'd just walk onto a construction site and just put right. a hard hat on and just look angry and pissed off. He'd be wearing a suit and his hard hat. And then right. of course there's the famous Schwinigan yeah. clutch where yeah. he's got the reporter by the right. by the throat which right. is just Terrible. <laughs> yes. it, it's, it's so there's no decorum there, but compared to what we have right now, it seems like that seems like downright gentlemanly. Yes, indeed. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Um, interesting year for music, two thousand and three. We are like so full into this mixed bag thing, where I, everything in every possible genre is going on. Critically acclaimed albums of the year, Hail to the Thief, Radiohead. It was a terrific record. I That brought me
0: back because I was yeah. not as big. I, I loved Kid A. Yeah. Didn't love
1: the next one as much. Amnesiac, really? Amnesiac. Didn't love I it love it as much. Amnesiac.
0: Hail to the Thief felt like a rock band again. Oh, yeah, know, they, it
1: is. And I, 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 there's all these people, not all these people, but some people that are all like, oh, Radiohead just beeps and bloops now forever. <laughs> I'm like, listen, you need to. Like you sound like a crazy person first of all yeah cool it they were really cool beeps and bloops they really and were and we needed a shot in the arm so somebody had to do something and it was them and they did it and then also just because you didn't like a Cynthia ish album that they did 20 years ago yeah that's right uh, Hail to the Thief is a guitar based guitar and piano based album yep so is In Rainbows yeah. so was A Moonshaped Pool like the don't it, get over it yeah it happened yeah. It, it's over it's yeah. fine I know you want the Benz again that's what I wrote there. I want the Benz again oh. you have the Benz yeah the I game, love the Benz a lot it's the best it's amazing I lost my mind when I I still yeah. have it on cassette I still have oh. it yeah. um, anyway Hail of the Thief is a great record I saw what them a man, on what that a, what, what, how could you be confused with a big lead single like There There what a dynamite oh. song what a great riff <laughs> this is so good that crazy video oh, man awesome
0: I saw them on tour mm. with Stephen Malcolm is opening up for them
1: oh wow it's really good yeah, in Montreal great. Yeah. yeah great tour I saw them on the Benz tour oh it was great. Yeah, really I guess good. so. And then I saw them on the Amnesiac tour at Molson Park in Barrie. And so uh, the beta band opened.
0: Okay, that's, that fits, right? That yeah. jives, that yeah, checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I was a really heavy into the beta band at that time, too. So very exciting. Um, okay, also uh, critically acclaimed in 2003, Room on Fire, follow-up album by The Strokes. Doesn't really catch like... Nope. Uh, Uh, Is a set, but still a really good record. Overlooked, I think, in a lot of ways. I think so, too. Yeah. Elephant white stripes. Gigantic. Yeah, gigantic. Huge. Uh, what else was big? Uh, Fifty Cent, Get Richard Dietrain. Okay, that's a big. I'm not big on it, but it, I didn't care it was for it. Big. Yeah, pretty big. I, my friends
0: liked it. And that was that like, was, M- that was he was part of Eminem's crew, right? So oh, yeah, that was I yeah, yeah, mean yeah. big
1: too. Yeah, there's a big, like it's a huge push of hip hop that goes on right now, like ma- massive sellers. Yeah. Eminem kind of opens up the floodgates of like what hip hop's going to sound like now because we've moved away from the, the the golden age, the '90s sound. Jay Z is the centerpiece of this, and the Black Album is this year, and that's a big, big record too. Uh, <clears throat> Fever to Tell Debut album from Yeah Yeah Yes Oh wow What a good album What a good album So much promise Yeah That for me Never fulfilled No I don't no, think so I didn't care for any other albums I they don't jump. know
0: that I've even heard it. I don't know that I've even Really sought it There's out There's good
1: stuff on it Like it's all fine But like yeah. this album Was such like fire And intensity Like so raw
0: Even the single The what is it Maps, Maps right? Gorgeous yeah. Gorgeous <laughs> it's amazing. But I mean
1: Misleading if you, that's what You're going to this album Looking for Because that is the only track That sounds like that um, but I was all over this album. Oh man! But then the next one was too slick, too.
0: Mm, ugh. See, they thought they could throw money at it and make, them, uh, yeah, make them a make them Big dumb, band
1: didn't need that. Didn't need that. d los to the Comatorium, the Mars Volta. Boy, was I into this. At the drive-in, uh, end of their uh, end of their time as a band, and I was devastated. But then this came out, and I was like, oh, thanks they, very much. But then another band. Are they related? Like, yeah. Like, the, same. Add the drive in, splits, uh, yeah. and they become two bands. Okay. Uh, Mars Volta and Sparta. Okay. No, bo- yeah. no both, but, sure. but not yeah. well. And uh, Sparta, like, pretty good. No, like, particularly great album, but consistently pretty yeah. good. And then Mars Volta really felt like it was going to be something huge because this album was just amazing. And then the next one was like, fine. And I don't know. Saw
0: them on tour as well, opening four. Oh, well. Wow. Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, Big Bill. Who opened for yes. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. Weird, hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
1: One of those things does not fit. No. But it was a great show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Permission to Land, The Darkness, when this like there's a little this, like, this, dabbling into hair metal came it back. Really for a bit. was, yeah. Yeah. But that's a fun album. Permission to land, like that you can kind of listen to it like, for a little. While. It's a great song, man. It is a great song. I can really sing. What else is worth uh, noting here? Uh, Beyonce, "Dangerously in Love." That's okay, the big—that's the big coming out. Uh, Jay Z took notice. That's for sure. Oh, uh, absolutely. You, know, you got you got big albums from like Rufus, Rufus Wayne uh, You got uh, there's the no Lufus such Taylor. thing as a big album from Rufus Wayne Come on, it did pretty well. I love Rufus Wainwright, but yeah, there's but no such see, thing. I saw him live. It was great. Cigarettes um, and chocolate milk, come on. Evanescence, do they do their thing. Meteora, Linkin Park, this is a big one. St. Anger, Metallica, the most poorly recorded metal album of all time. Oh, wow. God, it sounds like shit. St. Anger? No, oh, the, the, the snare drum, it sounds like a bell. Isn't that Rick Rubin? Ding, ding, Rick Rubin Pretty Bob that? Rock. Bob oh, rock. Bob Rock. Huh. Rick Rubin would never do anything like this. It's just a... Fuck. That, that album sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love Metallica. Uh, is you know, uh, but it was uh, it's all broken. Uh, it is, it is. We know it. It's like the black album, you know, and then everything else. Uh, oh, cool! Well, here's a Canadian one too. The Unicorns, uh, who will cut our hair when we're when we're dead. Great I do album. not know this uh, at all. A, it's a wild album. It's really good. Check it out. And Nocturne in the Cave and the Bad Seeds. I just have to mention it because uh, Nick Cave just does nothing but make amazing albums, and that's one of them. So, yeah, we got, like, everything is going on. Dizzy Rascal, Boy in the Corner is a big album. Speaker Box of Love Below, Outkast, um, you know, uh, lots of oh post, Postal Service, Cat Power, Blur, Fortet, like, the the indie so, pop So we're starting pretty, to go indie. Yeah, yeah, but there's still so much happening. Boy, is hip-hop dominating. Yeah. Just dominating. And so where do we fit into that? Where do, where do we throw in, um, oh, you know what, I'll tell you one thing, just to counter sure to counter that's critically acclaimed let me tell you the charts oh okay it's always a different good. story and you get a better perspective of like what, what was really going down so the number one album of the year is get Richard die trying 50 cent because it's a jugger Ch- yeah, right man. come away with me nora jones which i feel like for like jones? a couple of years is on charts because this is billboard sales i don't care what year it's from up with an excellent up with an exclamation point nine oh twain
0: Oh, I was going to say Ariana, but no. Yeah. That's
1: no, a no, that's, a, that's now top ten on Billboard. Home, Dixie Chicks, number four. Let Go, Avril Lavigne. Oh. Let Go, Meteor, Lincoln Park. Yeah, that was a big one. Eight Mile Soundtrack. Oh, that was a sure. great single. Yeah, Fallen, Evanescence, uh, number eight. Tim McGraw and the Somebody's Doing Something on a Tim McGraw album. I don't know. It's cut off here. I'm not going to bother to look. No, no don't. <laughs> and then number ten, Stripped, Christina Aguilera. So, mostly country, man. That's country and like some...
0: The one thing I'll say about that entire list...
1: And it's fusion all, metal. <laughs> it's all
0: really produced stuff. Very produced. Like man. the hip-hop stuff, the the country stuff, which is supplanting mainstream rock and roll. For sure. Huh.
1: So, there you go. And that's uh, that's what's going on. So, Gord's uh, coming off of In Violent Light with the hip. Yep. It's time for a new album. And... Uh, Coke Machine Glow was uh, a very intimate record released with a book of poetry and uh, so we kind of expect probably more of the same right I think that's what everyone thought right? I think oh, so we he's gonna go, go from- oh here's what he's gonna do he's gonna do the, the quiet little thing and then do yeah. a hip album and then do the quiet and you know but I even in like Violet like,
0: Light, was very layered and very you, you know, know yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a rocker like it the was. next record after In Violet Light it is no 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 it was it was a res, not
1: reserved but a intimate, intimate hip yeah. album one of the more um, laid back ones so Battle of the Nudes um, starts with Into the Night which has a very Coke Machine Glow feel lulls you in with a very tender and personal song not necessarily for chord I'd say because there's a lot of storytelling on this album um i'm just gonna play my hand really early i love this record this is really good it's a really good album yeah and it's and it toys with you it does all this weird stuff where there are these uh just devastating stories of fractured and damaged love and then these kind of like fun and 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 Swaggery rock tunes that slide in.
0: You can you can feel him almost like wearing Sergeant Pepper type clothes and sure and marching down the street like in a marching band yeah. type way. When you think of Pasco submarine or mm-hmm. something like that, like those drum beats are yeah like really fun and he even manages a laugh
2: yeah
1: a time or two on this record yeah, yeah, yeah. so well, it's, weird I he had a good time doing this and he got the name uh, Battle of the Nudes he just he just noticed the name in a, uh, like a newspaper or something he read while he was on tour about an upcoming uh, art exhibit called Battle of the Nudes and Renaissance Art and he liked the name and went for it and it's kind of great that that's what it was because you could kind of look at each one of these songs although they, they hang together really well each one is sort of like um, looking at a bit of an image yeah. or a painting of its own right because these are story songs I think some fictional and some based on some real things yeah and songs that you wouldn't Pretty expect stuff. I'm just listening to them anyway um Dinner's Ruined is the band again. Yeah. Um, now, But now, because they have a couple other people involved, now the band, this is the uh, um, Country of Miracles. That's what he calls the right. touring band? Right. Okay. Dinner, I get Din- you. Dinner's Ruined is a band. Gotcha. And then them, the, because it's not all of them, with Gord and Julie and Dave is uh, is Country of Miracles. Gotcha. All which right. Which is the first time that name comes out is on this album.
0: And you've got uh, produced by Dale Morningstar and. Downey, mm-hmm. um at the and historic Dave clark too is in on some yeah, production that's what it says. yeah yeah it's interesting that they all get producer
1: credits yeah mm. and josh oh, josh finnison it feels very organic and like a lot of people had their say in this
0: did you know about the studio where they recorded it no where it's, did they it's, so it's a it's is it a bath did
1: they record this no bath?
0: no oh, it's okay. a it's a famous toronto studio it's called oh. the gas station oh and it was in town yeah but it moved twice, and the third time that they moved, they, they moved them to the island. So it's actually oh. on the island. You have to oh, go there cool. by ferry. Wicked. And there's, um, you know, it's a, it's a schoolhouse kind of thing. So it's just really old and cool looking. Like it's got a nice big space designed to go in there and play live. Yeah. And this record feels that way.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? it's, yeah it's raw. It's ragged. Yeah, there's absolutely. a lot of energy going on. This is a much uh, bruisier sure. rock album than... Uh, Coke Machine Glow he was clearly saying well I'm not going to just do the same thing over and over again yeah so, if you're
0: expecting Coke Machine Glow yeah. turn this off
1: now yeah. actually don't, don't listen turn it to it off, this but listen to it and please yeah. enjoy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, so, but Into the Night kind of has a Coke Machine Glow vibe it's really stripped down it's really you can, it's all, he's almost whispering these lyrics which are just just a, it, it, for me anyway unless I'm missing something here this is just a, uh, I I a story of just damaged, uh, drunken love. <laughs>
2: I saw you running with your friends I called your name too loud Come back so many times Might have been embarrassing If you hadn't come walking back where I shook you by the shoulder shoved you
3: up against a trap that it was a picture of someone getting older and someone growing up
1: nights and you know that couple screaming at each other in a parking lot it's, it's, that's all I see you know um, I lived in Etobicoke when I was in college and I saw plenty of people screaming at each other in parking lots <laughs> it's kind of like in front of dive bars that's kind of what I picture here I might have been one of those people um, yeah I love that just to, uh, to read some of the lyrics to give you in case you don't know what I'm talking about um, I saw you running with your friends I called your name too loud come back here's where I shook you by the shoulders shove you up against a truck What's Up It was a picture of someone getting older And someone growing up I think there's lyrics missing there Oh, this is a gorgeous tune You are right There are lyrics missing from this thing we're looking at here um, Because after, it got a little hostile your name. Quick. Yeah, come back yeah, yeah. So many times it might have been embarrassing If you hadn't come walking back
0: There you go And, that's what's necessary. and the way he sings this uh, His voice is, is He's pushing He's singing quieter So he's got to push his voice a little harder Uh, at the end at the end is what it feels like to me anyway
1: Like, and it's just it's beautiful Mm -hmm. I mean I've mentioned Tom Waits before this doesn't sound like Tom Waits but this kind of I think this kind of like bruised and broken relationship that might these people might need each other at the end sure that's how it goes you know Uh, and it's cinematic and the the, the painting I see for this one is just yeah Soggy night in Etobicoke. <laughs> soggy night in Etobicoke. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Someone growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Really beautiful way to kick it's off the record. Gorgeous. But
0: and um, but sort of a trapdoor as well. A little right? bit. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're like, oh yeah, this is what I was expecting. Yeah, I know what's up. But uh, then we go into track two. Yeah.
1: Hard left turn into Figment. <laughs> Distorted, fuzzy, post-punk, snotty vocal delivery.
0: Who would have ever thought you'd hear that from Gord Downey? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if anybody thought that, um, they're lying to me. Yeah. There's no way you would think that. He 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 just we didn't, we we heard the swagger before. Yeah. We heard sort of the snottiness. If you read some of his earlier interviews where he's very aloof with interview people, mm-hmm. people that are interviewing him. He is an artist. But this is just, this is punk rock.
1: Yeah. Like, it's got a real punk vibe to it. And to roll out that opening line of, you know, my name is Figment. I'm not who you think I am. <laughs> That's so good. That's Fucking so gorgeous. Beauty. That's so great. Well,
0: you I mean, got to read the next two <clears throat> lines, too, though, because those next two lines are, are such a little nod to uh, our oh, friend Neil, right?
1: Yeah, of course. All of my heroes are women, and all of them are cinnamon. My cinnamon women That's above. so great. That's so great. Above. Yeah, that's a totally, like, I mean, there can't be anything but a nod to Neil Young there. It's got to be, right? You know? Um, I, I like the part about the, um, oh, God, there's just so much of this song that mm-hmm. I like. Cake drunk in the middle. Yeah. what Like, what is that about? Cake drunk, yeah. Cry- I, mean, I love that. It, me, cake drunk in the middle crying, what could never happen to us is happening to us. But. But.
0: Mm. But that's the end of the quotes. You're right. Yeah, yeah. his quote. Again, he, you know. So much of his music from Phantom Power On, there are these like fragments of conversations and songs. And mm-hmm. when you see them properly written down like this, with with quotes in the middle of them, you're just like, it changes the way you hear the song because yeah. it's written this way, but he's singing it this way. Jesus Christ, yeah, Gordon.
1: That's quite something. And that line, I don't know. That's the line I feel like that's the I think like that line is the spine of the song. What could never happen to us is happening to us. But yeah, um, cause that could be quite a lot of things with this tricky little song that is elusive into what he's really talking about. And I don't have a, a clear idea, but that one, I mean, I'm like, is that I, I think of old friends aging together. I think of a, a long time married couple falling apart. You know, there's a lot of, just, it's my mood depending on what I'm kind of thinking about or what might be relatable or something I've seen in somebody else to, to, to come to life in that. But that's a, that's quite a thing.
0: But by the same and who hasn't
1: felt that about something in their life? Yeah. Like, to some degree.
0: By the same token, going back to that original lyric though, right? Like I'm not who you think I am. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so who knows
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, him keeping the lid on, on the, the peanut butter jar there yeah. with shrouded in ambiguity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very cool.
1: Okay, surprisingly put. Yeah.
0: Christmas time in Toronto. Yes. Coke? I don't even know. <laughs>
3: I'm
1: not sure. This goes under my uh, catalog of songs I think I'm not going to enjoy based on the title before I hear them. Yeah, because you picture sleigh bells. Because I'm like, is it, it's, a, it's a Christmas song? Right? <laughs> is this a Christmas song in this album? I mean, it is, but it isn't. Um, and this is this is a, a pretty straightforward Coke Along rock. rocker. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it had, and, and like, I could almost, when I first got this album, I kind of, this song was a little less. Oh, really? On my radar okay. than, than the other ones. But I really, I got drawn into it because there's that extra lift it has uh, when we have the Christmas time in Toronto kind of half chorus. Then when we get the full chorus with the day after tomorrow. Yeah. I love it. It's so full and hooky and it brings me into like this kind of like, like little melancholy or, uh um c- kind of cheekiness that's going on in this song and there's this all this great stuff that is so specifically christmas time in toronto which is kind of like a, a really pretty time of year like it's I, I i think the fall might be my favorite time of year just for comfortability but yeah. tr- christmas in toronto is really beautiful it's it, great our yeah. city is really wonderfully lit and uh and there and there's a little bit of uh, dialogue about that and about our, our he street talks cars. about it with the streetcars ah, uh and then this nice check of uh, uh, quote that he throws in here too gets in your eyes and your mouth and every fold of your coat uh and then the most and uh, the most toronto thing about this uh <laughs> is the uh, everyone hates you but they don't know uh but they uh, they don't know what i know that's right because uh, listen i think if you live in canada you know that everyone hates toronto in canada we are the it's the, i don't know is it too much attention is it uh, we're, we're apparently we're um Stuck up or something? I don't even know.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Gord Gord explained it once, and I can can only do it by visual, Mm. but he said he was in Toronto and he talked about it. There's there's two awesome quotes. There's one, which is, we're in Toronto tonight, which is, of. um, uh, last night we were in Hamilton, which is, of course, the cock. (laughs) (laughs) Toronto is the center of Toronto, and Canada is shaped like a big V, and then he puts his arms up in the air like a V, and he's like, "We're from Kingston, which is, of course, the vagina." <laughs> <laughs> I, it's Indeed. great if you can find it. It's uh, it's from a show in Toronto. Friend of the podcast, Aaron, found it and and uh, shared it on Facebook. So it's there somewhere. I honestly do. I there's something about this song mm-hmm. and. Am I trying to read into it too no, deeply no, or is it got? just there? Like, I really do think that there's cocaine.
1: All right. Well, let me,
0: well, let's go. Well, there is some stuff like the, the whole idea of Christmas time. Yeah. And the lyric, when he says, you're so full of cash that you could buy the Pope. It totally sounds like he says you could, you could buy the blow, mm. not the Pope, but mm-hmm. that, that's just me. You might as well try and get milk from your elbow um, tonight. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time in Toronto. Um, dark epiphanies, your true lines and smoke, your glistening rails, streetcars all aglow. Oh wow. Yeah, there's buddy. I, I can't find anything anywhere on like that museum no, site or anything. But, but it's like just the idea of um, the beginning part even, right? Like with the drums coming in, dun, dun, dun,
1: dun, dun, and it's like, whoa, yeah,
0: yeah right? Uh, oh, yeah, and and I was blurting, used...
1: you were blurting, we were talking in Morse code. Hmm.
0: Right, it's just two coked out people just, yeah. just enjoying themselves because it's Christmas time in Toronto, you know?
1: Um, I don't know. and you would have a toast of the day after tomorrow because tomorrow is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow's, tomorrow's not going to be a good suck. day. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good yeah Yeah. that's what I think alright Willow Logic is our next track here I have a
3: secret tell me no please tell me no put it out of your mind please if I put it out His job as a painter, all Pain the fire hydrants yellow in a certain
1: framework. Um, now, uh, so this is an interesting. This is this one is a bit throwbacky to Coke Machine Glow. Okay, because we do have the spoken word thing going on, but he's yes. playing with it in a different way, where uh, <clears throat> the spoken word is bookended with with a sung vocal. So yes. there's a hook in it, which is great. It's beautiful. It's really nice, and it's really a, it's a it's a wonderful little bit. Um, so his daughter is named Willow. It is, yeah, yeah. So which it's, is cool. Totally cool. And so this seems like this seems like it's taken from a conversation with with a child.
0: At the, the the first two or three lines for sure, yeah. right? I have a secret. Tell me no. Please yeah. tell me no. Put it out of your mind, please. If I put it out of my mind, then will you tell me? <laughs> That's so, that's so a conversation you're yeah. going to have with somebody who's younger. Absolutely. And the idea of Willow logic, you know, it just being like, that's the logic of a young child, you know? Yeah. So great. And then you, you get that sung, and then the spoken word part, which apparently he wrote, he wrote all the spoken word stuff on the ferry ride back from the gas station. Right. And recorded it into the Dale Morningstar's, uh-huh. um, like phoned him on the way back and, uh-huh. and, I don't know that they like were an trying to an answering to machine, the, right? an answer machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: it's lovely. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you can't help it. It's, it's great. When I listened to this song years and years ago, I just thought, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. I like it. Uh, nice imagery, and you know. But now that, that I'm a father of a daughter, yeah, I you know I love this song a lot more. <laughs> Now, quiet like a deer is not the way I would describe <laughs> no. describe my daughter. <laughs> uh, but sometimes she is, uh, you know. So it's great. I don't know. It's just there's a there's a there's a, a an honesty of the or the, you can clearly see the um, genuine tenderness and um, fascination he has in in his child's thoughts. trying to figure it out you know? and trying to um, so wonderful.
0: Yeah, and trying to put it to put it to music. Beautiful, yeah. really good work. Really nice. It's it's a great little moment. Um, Speaking of great moments, yes, in the form of a song on this record. This next song. Oh man, Pascal's submarine. Holy smokes! What a tune. <laughs> This was, this was a single, and yeah. this this must have been a single. If I'm in the band,
1: mm-hmm. if I'm in the oh, tragically happy, sure.
0: I hear this single, and I'm sort of like, you put that in your pocket for yourself. This is <laughs> this
1: is a great song. Yeah, it was a very good song.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't know how Gord underplays it. And he's you know he's just like no no no. This is just just something you know mm-hmm. we just worked out. This is.
1: Really good. It's exceptionally good. I was uh, bartending uh, uh, down at Church in Front when this came out, and there was, like, uh, you could kind of program the music in the bar, but kind of not, because the, the managers would, uh, you know, veto stuff out. So okay, gotcha. like, like, I could, if I wanted to, I could have played Broken Social Scene and all kinds of cool stuff that was on there, you know, and some uh, Peter Murphy. Oh, wow, <laughs> but, okay. Uh, you know, it was there. It was available. But they're like, no, this isn't the... Uh, we were too close to Bay Street or something. Anyway, <laughs> but this song got through, and this was fine. We could play this, and a lot of people are like, what, man, this is, is this the hip? This, this can't be the hip. Because uh, it, it's like, it's Gordon, so identifiably Gord, but it's, it's just a different energy, different percussion. Is he playing drums on this? Am I correct in that? I think Gord plays drums on this He track. does? Yeah, I think so. Somebody, <coughs> somebody posted a photo today
0: on Facebook, of. I, I think you commented on it or yesterday. Mm-hmm gorgeous sitting outside writing oh man. he's got an acoustic in his hand he's got that red electric
1: uh, yeah and he's writing he's got paper everywhere yeah I love that photo my yeah. god
0: so as soon as you said that is he playing the drums that's the photo that came into my head it's yeah. just like he really was so much more than just a front man at this point oh yeah. you know like he, yeah, yeah, he was
1: doing it all really going for it yeah and yeah this song it just rumbles along it's got this awesome hook and uh boy what a fun song about some dark 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 shit
0: what the hell i i, I read this <laughs> yesterday i had no yeah. idea no earthly idea that this was what this song was about i guess we should yeah we should let the cat out of the bag and say what it's about
1: sure um in the year 2000 <laughs> yeah i would need to rock Always rock yeah
0: <laughs>
1: august 12 2000 yeah let me pull up all my crap here <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just going to right. not mispronounce names is my uh, my hope here. Um, so uh, yeah, a submarine. Um, I'm looking for the name of the submarine here. Um, Kursk. Kursk. Thank you very much. So yeah, this submarine. Uh, well, well, I don't want to say goes down because it's already down, but they have major problems and little to nothing is done to help these people who are communicating with their. Uh, commanding officers for days before they all succumb to the eventual. Yeah, um, and there's the, the most famous moment of it was the the mother of one of the uh, deceased, um, uh, Nadia Tillich, uh, screaming at the deputy prime minister um, about how he did nothing, and like it's just pure just anguish mm-hmm. on this poor woman's face as she's screaming at him. And there's this famous moment where this. Nurse injects her with like a, like just walks up and and injects her with a sedative and she just drops. And you don't know if if it's insane. It looks like the you know KGB. That's right. they just <laughs> ice looks her right there crazy. Yeah, like done. this take her out.
0: It's out of a James Bond movie. Absolutely for
1: sake. insane. Like what what a fucked up thing to see. Yeah, it's, and you know uh, overwhelming uh, emotion and shock and awe and and the tragedy of all of these people losing their lives and such. A, terrifying way and that then the so it's a great uh, another great uh, nautical story from gort but also then an, an interesting twist on it to have it be called pascal's submarine um, um Blaise pascal is a writer uh, mathematician physicist uh and the 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 concept being um in his writing was to, uh, to, to, to be the most productive and find the most out of life while being very still in a room oh, and dude. all of, all of humankind's up. folly comes from not being able to remain still and content in a room but to go out right that's where all everything happens when you go oh my so God. They're, they're in Pascal's submarine because they have to be conserved everything they have all the oxygen has to be conserved as little movement and as little sound as possible Jesus Christ! A silent room.
0: Oh my God! Yeah. And the way he captures it in some of his lyric. Oh my God! Right, um, a woman's had all she can stand, hysterically, hysterically screaming, "I'm waiting for my man, Madame. You're doing. We're doing all we can, but can you give? Oh my God! I can't even, but can, can you, can give, you your, give me my your, your, man's, your man's name, name again? again. Yeah. And then the next line." You read this because 'cause I'm having trouble reading. Clearly. Are they dead
1: or worse? Alive. Jeez, that oh just Oh my god.
0: Okay, so I'm listening to this song over and over and over, and mm-hmm. it's like because that is followed with like na 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 It's just this catchy gourd sing along.
1: <laughs> some
0: horns. Oh my god. It, it's just not right what he can do. That he can create these songs of mm-hmm. of you know, like um 38 years old, that are songs that are just gorgeous and beautiful and so menacing under the surface, you
1: know? Yeah. This is a remarkable song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just remarkable. Um, and who knows? Because it was big, uh, but not like crazy big. I don't know. I mean, I wonder if this had been a hip song, how big this would have been, you know? Oh, I think but it would have been.
0: I think Uh, the sky's the limit.
1: Yeah, for sure. could have been enormous. But at the same time, this song might not have grown into this song with those players, right? That's true. This is a a pretty raw and off the floor, and I think they were writing quite a bit of stuff on the fly, you know? I think he had, like, some stuff together, but this song is born of working with these people in that environment at that moment. This is all very um, of-the-moment music, you know? I think that you can feel it, you know, and Figment, Figment, you, you can, you know, you can feel Feel the sweat on the walls of you know just jamming this song out like they're just they're working it. It feels like a work in progress, but we're we're just, we're just getting like the almost polished you know if it was polished it wouldn't be right.
0: Well, this is a this is a singer from a band that is touring probably still forty to sixty dates a year. Mm-hmm. They put out a record in two thousand. Mm-hmm. They put out a record in two thousand two. Mm-hmm. They put out one in two thousand four as a band, mm-hmm. and then Gord does a solo record in two thousand one. Yeah, in two thousand three, so five years they've got. You know, like yeah. five records Just worth of material plus they're material. touring. Yeah, it's insane.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I, I think this you know is probably a different form, uh, style of songwriting because that can be appealing when you're wanting to do something different. You want to write in a different way, and this is kind of I feel like a little more probably uh, improvisational, off the cuff. You know, uh, a lot of uh, who knows. I think a lot of voices are getting heard in the room. Not that they aren't in the situation of the hip, but. This is a just uh, different. It's just different. I think it's my kind of an organic. I don't really want to use that word, but um, too late. Too late. I said it. Did it. Meant it. Say it again. (laughs) Uh, And speaking of that kind of energy and that sort of off the cuff and you know sweaty room where you play some rock and roll, uh, Eleventh Fret is the next track.
0: This is the fucking off by the grooves.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? I don't. I don't have like a. Uh, uh, it's like anything deep to. No. To really, because st- I because I don't even know because this is a to, not to get all American Psycho or anything like that. But this is such <laughs> a fun, like cool, awesome rock song that I don't even care what the lyrics are. Well, now I know how far you'll go. But I, you know, it, it's still it's very cryptic, of course. But anything that's <laughs> any song that starts off with. So this is the fucking off by degrees, and I suppose we turned out to be not quite Hawaii. (laughs) Um, Amazing. (laughs) Yeah, really good. I don't don't know what's going on there, but those are words I like in that order. If any of
0: you guys have a handle on this one, you know? So this is an acting ecstasy. Yeah. This is bathroom graffiti. Suppose we turned out to be bathroom graffiti. I think that's, you know. Here we are just reading the lyric, and I, I, you know, but the idea that there's a a couple somewhere that uh, really believes in themselves, mm-hmm. but one of them in the back of their mind is just like, what if we're just bathroom graffiti, you know, like <laughs> <that's> such a, <laughs> such a really cool way of saying that sort of doubt that we've all experienced one time or another in, you know, in a relationship that didn't work, you know, mm-hmm. or oh, even, yeah. or
1: even some that work, I suppose. Yeah, but. absolutely. Like uh, <laughs> For a couple in the first track. Um, Yeah, this is just, what a swirl this is. That lead guitar line, that woozy, drunken, off-center guitar line that carries this whole track. I just love it. I just love it. Great song.
0: Next up is Who By Wrote. Yes.
3: Covering up violence, your mind was smashing its gear. Like the Hubay Road, a good old monterey, where some cheers on road.
1: So this is another one that's maybe shares a little bit of space with Coke Machine Glow. Who I wrote like honestly I kind of I don't know, I don't want to say disregard, but I like that it's there, and I like that it has this huge swell of nothingness noise that leads into Steeplechase, because then you land with Steeplechase when it, there's so much like expectation and um, mystery.
0: Yeah, I want I want to here. talk about this just for a second because this is really masterful. Mm-hmm. Uh I've been listening to this record a lot. Yeah. Like a whole lot. Yeah. I have a very poor memory, very bad <laughs> memory. But I've been listening to it a lot. Yeah. And this to me, based on what you're saying, seems like a sequencing thing, a sequencing mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I've still got I've still got Pascal Submarine on my brain. Sure. Even when these songs are playing, and yeah. that's not to diminish these songs, but no, it's but like, that
1: hook is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. It's
0: an insane earworm. It gives you it gives you some time to sort of slow down, mm-hmm. collect yourselves, and get ready for the next yeah. the next wave. Because pl- you sh-
1: you sh- you should be calmed and have your palate completely. Cal- I'm just going to go to it. I'm sorry. So we're going to right. steeplechase. Yeah. You need your palate completely cleaned and ready for a steeplechase. Yeah.
3: Explode. going
2: on Park. Bailey cuts in front. To score! <laughs> play by Bailey!
3: Bailey picked up the pass going down the left wing. Got a little bit of an angle on Park to just cut around towards the net right in front of Jackman and he backhanded it over him. Shakey took the puck over the, over the blue line. I think uh,
2: Shake deep, out and gave me the puck and I just cut in front and
1: uh, I looked up and goalie had gone down so I just flipped it over it's, it's a, a hard, hard hitter. It is, is stunning. Mm. It is stunning. And it is fucking heavy as hell. Um, there's a sound coming down. Um, uh, this there's the the sound coming down is a, a sense of ominous danger. Mm-hmm. It's tragedy. Mm-hmm. It's destruction. Um, the, the, the race or the, uh, it's it's, it's, it's a sound coming down. Like, um, the Palio is a, Palio is a horse race. That's like, like abrupt and ab- like some of the, some of the horses don't even have people on them and it's through like a very neural, uh, uh, narrow uh, area in Italy. And it's like quite destructive and fast and unpredictable. Uh, that's so strange. It's, it's what a I Strange, know, strange it? idea. Who knows? Anyway. So yeah, it's like, the, but, but all of these things are these. Unexpected um, moments of, of, of enormous destruction, uh, and uh, there's no the the they, for years I didn't know who was in the uh, the clip at the end. This ends with a hockey. Yeah, I didn't know that either until yesterday. Right. Okay. So that's um, a uh, uh, ace ace Bailey. Ace Bailey. Um, Garrett Bailey played for the Bruins as a scout. Um, and uh, he was on one of the planes, of the planes. in nine eleven. In nine eleven, yeah. And that's who the guy who's talking there. Um, so clearly, the, the, there's all of these. This is just an ode to uh, the pain of destruction, and, uh, and some and such a pure little thing. I love the way he, he's talking about it. It's, just, it's so quintessentially hockey, and can, <laughs> the, the the matter of fact, you know, nonchalantness of scoring a dynamite goal. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he was going by. He had the puck passed up to me. Goal, <laughs> goalie went down. So, I you know, I just looked it in there. <laughs> like he'd do anything, you know. It's like I mean, a laundry. nice little nice
0: little tribute at the end, you know. Uh,
1: beautiful. Amazing. Um, but if you
0: haven't, if if you've heard this song without the lyric in front of you.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the most beautiful thing in the world.
0: And without knowing the 911 piece. Mm-hmm.
1: Which I, I did not know for years listening to this. I song. didn't
0: know it until yesterday. Right. I I just thought it was calamity. You mm-hmm. know, I mm-hmm. thought it was. Um, I guess I thought it was which related it is. to the which, hockey. You which know, it like is. I thought well, it was like you know, hitting it, on the boards and stuff like it's that. It's there
1: you know? for you to. You know, he leads like again. He's like the only musician and the only band that has Easter eggs. It's there for you to, if you want to investigate, you'll figure it out. Right. But you can then appreciate the song as any whatever the sound is coming down in your life is. You know, mm-hmm. it's all there for you to absorb and make your own which is the, the best kind of writing that it is a act very much about something but can be anything yeah and yeah this song just devastates me i could listen to it over and over and over again it's so beautiful um yeah what more just can you say a, a, a wonderful thing
0: when you can listen to rock and roll music yeah. and, and learn things and feel and feel things yeah that's that's awesome. Hey, speaking of feeling things. Who wants to
1: feel so sad? <laughs> I can barely
0: breathe. More me. More less me, you. less
1: you. Is
2: he good looking? What am I saying? We're all good. Stay till I make some arrangements Then we can begin our estrangement Your personal convictions, fears It's been in your face. So
1: is yeah this is the, this is the song about the end of a relationship um that is so fragile um and frank and a stunning uh duet with Julie Doran mm-hmm. just uh, their voices together and that's are haunting and beautiful and is just tragic this song yeah just the opening line I mean it's quite clear off the top there's no metaphor here this is just uh, the opening lines of the song are: "Is he good looking? What am I saying? We're all good looking. Can I stay till I make some arrangements? Then we can begin our estrangement." Oh, that's so sad. Thank God, is that just horrible? This is going. Uh, this is <clears throat> something going on in my world right now,
0: mm-hmm. and it's. Uh, I'm. I'm just thinking about, you know, all the the work that's going into this relationship mm-hmm. that's over, mm-hmm. but it's. Um, still a lot of work and they've decided to be respectful and yeah. you know make yeah. some arrangements before the estrangement like uh, it, yeah that's that's a waterfall yeah um, this uh, god these songs are so concise as well yeah. right like you just look at the lyric sheets here and and there's there's what 10, 12 lines in this song
1: yeah but they're uh, you know jam packed yeah because they're huge it's uh, there's huge. Your personal convictions fierce. It's been in your family for years, but in your ponytail blown loose, I can see what it what this is doing to you. And I, I love this. This is a there's it's so it feels so loaded and uh, sincere in this, mm-hmm. the, the delivery in the song. The uh, and this is just the th- three little lines. Listen, don't guess. Please listen, don't just guess. That's a great thing. I have something to say. Um, uh, horribly sad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's no... And it doesn't... It's just like, yeah, well, these people... It just it, it broke. And they sad couldn't and fix it. And they were nice about it. Mm-hmm. The end. It's a very stark little moment. And then we get rocked right back into another direction. <laughs> This is as big of a left turn as we get at the beginning of the record. Sure, this is like Figment too, because yeah, is, this is also sneery and very much sneering. Yeah, we're
0: hobby. We're not hobbyists or dabblers Dabbers anymore.
1: We're hardcore. It, it's taking the piss out of something. It just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. to me, it's...
0: I hear it, and it's like there's a little bit of like, um, you know, we're, what did you say the band's name was again? What did, what does Gord call them when they tour?
1: Country of Miracles.
0: Country of miracles. So mm-hmm. this is Gordon Downey the Country miracles. You know this isn't Gord little solo project. Yeah. You know we're not. It, it, it almost or sounds or like a declaration.
1: Anymore. Declaration of that. You know, yeah. It sounds like, like they just whipped it together fast. Like That's let's try. have like a theme song. Yeah. You <laughs> yes. know this, this is, is totally. like quick, this is quick writing in its best. Like it feels like very impromptu and just like let's just whip it together. We're fucking about. You know it sounds like a jam song, a warm up song that mm-hmm. like made the record, but in the best kind of way. I like this song. One on the hip and one on the floor. Fuck yeah. And there's no way that he just
0: drops the word hip there. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean. Mm-hmm. We're hardcore,
1: hardcore, we're hardcore. Yes. And that we takes are. us
0: to pill form number two yeah. and pill form number one.
1: Right. <laughs>
3: I give you the trophy back and tell them how you were cowed and conscripted
0: This is, this to me is um, the, the second one, like the, mm-hmm. the, the, the hardcore one, the, the rockin' version of it reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of Tom um, Waits as well. Sure, you oh, know, yeah. big time. But you hear that first version and that fucking awesome melody. Oh, what a beautiful melody. It's so good, oh, right? Oh my
1: God, yeah, yeah. Well, like, like, there's so there's these lyrics, this, and the vocal melody in the exact same form uh, over two very different bed tracks is what's going on here in case no one knows what we're talking about, which is amazing. And I think it's almost, who knows why they did it for, but for me, I was like, this melody is so good. I think they wanted to show that you could put it over anything. <laughs> you know? Listen to this crazy, this, that like backwards drum beat that's going on. Like what a great rhythm until on form one, which is actually the second track, the final track of the album. It's such a cool, atmosphere that's coming out of the percussion and it's on i also uh, think you just got your declaration
0: right mm. you just got your we're hardcore mm-hmm. so this is our little band mm-hmm. this is what we do mm-hmm. and like you just said we've got these great lyrics mm-hmm. we've got this great melody so there's your gourd but i want to showcase the band a little bit now too or you know and gourd's part of this band yeah and the the two bed tracks are so different yeah but they're both equally awesome yeah i do like the number two better than number one mm-hmm. um just because I do, I guess. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Probably Depends never, on my mood. Probably number one is way more fun to play. Oh, sure. Well, that, you know? yeah, that rhythm, man. Yeah. Um,
1: what's it about, though? What's it about? Uh, this is about the, uh, the the end of books. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is the, 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 the power and uh, the, 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 over, the overall um, largeness of books being swept away by television on ah, screens.
0: It's right there. In yeah, it's right form. There in front You of want,
1: me. you want everything. You want that huge experience, the huge long. The Matrix. Plug it back. You in. want it, yeah. One in pill form. Boom. Yeah. I just want. The, I want it now. All of it, right? And yeah, that's it. That's what this is. I can upload
0: it right into my sure? system. To bigger
1: dreams, it. bigger screens, bigger feelings are planned. Uh, of course. It's yeah. right
0: there in front of me. Yeah. That's good. You're good at this. Oh, thanks. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I like that. And I like that uh, there's something about aging in it, too, for me. I always thought about that, too. Everything, uh, 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 after this, everything is fitness. I feel like that's something about you know, late 30s or turning 40s. Like,
0: <laughs> Somewhere or
1: another, everything I do from now on is about fitness.
0: Oh, that's interesting, yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I, I, that's always stuck to me. Well, it, it makes more sense to me now than it did when I was uh, 30.
2: <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what. Yeah, that's uh, it's right there, and you're right. <laughs> um,
1: oh man, it's great, I, and, and I like. Well, so the first verse is like uh, kind of what how what how, te- how television ropes you in, and it teaches you never um, throw over your real friends, and you should, maybe you should give the trophy back. And, and, and there's a wonderful line here of uh, tell them how you were cowed and conscripted into giving milk for a war that you now understand. Boy, is that good. Um, See, and that's in the last 50 years we've gotten that. But the last 10,000 years, is books have taught us love is folly. And if you have only one friend, then you're famous. Um, yeah, so it's expectation. It's personal viewing. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that this is from 2003 because this really, I feel like, fits in. You can right now. apply this to now. Oh, and big the, time. You know, um, the, I don't know, the internet You've, you've, got you've got to have this to record yourself for
0: a... 15 years in your life. Mm-hmm. It's been in your world for 15 years. For me, it's been 15 weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. And uh, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's a great album. It's ramshackle. It's loose. It's reckless. Mm-hmm. It's a little... Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's it's purposely deceptive.
0: And uh, I think it informs... I think it informs what comes next with the tragical Hip as well. The next, 100%. The next hip, hip record is is shorter in between evolution tight yep it's aggressive fast aggressive yeah so I don't know if that's the band saying hey we can do this too like you know or I think he
1: goes he tests these he tests these uh, boots out and then he fucking brings them to the band you know yeah I think I think I think yeah you know Coke Machine to In Violent Light then now this to that and and that's true and we'll have further discussions because there's a lot of Gord albums in between hip albums coming up
0: yeah yeah, I mean we're and starting to slow down the, the faucet is starting to tighten up on the hip records. We've only got like what four more left, I think hip yeah. records. Mm-hmm. And uh there's an equal number no, there's three more Gord records and yeah. and then there's some um other solo projects too that we'll dabble with. Absolutely. What do you take away from from this record?
1: My my my, my song? And your little pocket song. Yeah, pocket song from this one. Um it, I, it's 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 there's no question. It's steeple Steeplechase. Yeah. Okay. I, like, I need that song. Oh wow. Okay. It's uh, it's really something. And there's a lot I love on this album. I love Eleventh Fred. I love Pascal Submarine. I love that song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Steeplechase. Yeah, it's just it's too beautiful. It's too poignant. It's too important. It's too good.
0: I need more time with it. Not in like a I disagree with you way, but just in a marinating kind of way because sure. for me I, I to take I, I, I go low-hanging fruit here mm. and I take Pascal Submarine
1: not good because it's so good yeah it's just yeah, come I'm not, on.
0: I'm not ashamed of that pick at all you shouldn't be but it's be. just uh, <laughs> it's
1: not one of the deeper cuts right I know, it's, but that's uh, okay yeah it's, it needs to be on the playlist because boy what a good song right
0: what a good song yeah well this man. has been a great deal of fun yeah man what a great album yeah, I'm glad we I'm glad we decided to include the solo stuff.
1: Me too, and, and I think it's important to look to, to to examine these albums and see where they fit into the the hip story, uh, how they fit in and how they inform the, the the next album, or sometimes it's the other way around. You know, it's it's really interesting stuff, and uh, yeah, it's all part of the big tapestry that makes the, them so good. Tapestry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I want to hang it on the wall and just stare at it. Tapestry. That's what I want to do. Tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, this uh, has been it's, fun.
1: It's, it's nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. And thanks for listening to us.
0: That's right. Yeah. Pick up your shit. Pick up your shit. Fully and Completely is a Modern Superior podcast proudly sponsored by Long Slice Brewery. To rate, review, or subscribe to the show, visit Spotify. Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or anywhere else you get podcasts. For more information about the show, our guests, or Jamie and Greg, please visit www.fullyincompletely.ca. To join our Facebook group, visit Facebook and search for Fully Incompletely.
1: This episode has been brought to you by the Modern Superior Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Fully and Completely, the podcast where every two weeks we are delving into the chronological... Uh, oh, fuck it. <laughs>